Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Ryan Gorman Show on News Radio WFLA. Hour number two of the Ryan Gorman Show on this Wednesday, November 29th. I'm Ryan Gorman with Dana McKay and John Mamola in for James Berlander. And right now, let's bring in our national correspondent, Rory O'Neill, to kick things off this hour. Rory, thanks so much for coming on this morning. And We've got a couple of things to talk about with you. Let's start with the latest on the Israeli hostages. The negotiations continue. More hostages continue to be released. What are we learning this morning? Yeah, we got 12 more hostages released yesterday. So now the question is the pause in fighting that was supposed to end today. Can that pause be extended? Will more hostages be released? Both sides seem to be optimistic that there will be an extension of the pause uh, that started now six days ago. But uh, again, nothing is official just yet. And the other issue is, how is this going to start to look in just a few days? How many more women and children are among those being held hostage by Hamas? At what point do they start trying to bargain away uh, fighting aged men who are in, you know, in their custody? Uh, that's when things are going to start to get interesting. Yeah, there's a 10 month old that Hamas still has hostage. Apparently, the 10 month old will not be uh, released. So, you know, Did, wasn't there something about the 10 month old being transferred into the hands of another terrorist yeah, group? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. They're passing the 10 month old uh, around to different terrorist organizations in the area. And, you know. We talked about some of the uh, Palestinians who have been released um, as part of these deals. And it was really uh, interesting. There was, I think it was a New York Times article on one of the women. And in the headline, uh, they just kind of left out the part where she stabbed an Israeli soldier. (laughs) (laughs) glossed over that that part and uh somebody was uh sharing uh the video of the incident um and on x it it had like three million views and they cut the video off so it only showed the israeli soldier taking the woman down uh it didn't show the part where she stabbed him and so these are some of the people who are getting released and it's a three for one two three palestinian uh prisoners for every one hostage yeah and this has been the going, look, this is how it works. This is how it's been working. These exchanges and swaps have been happening between Israel and Hamas for years. So it's really no surprise uh, that, uh, you know, we're seeing this three for one exchange. All right. Let's talk about Cyber Monday and the spending that we saw between Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Uh, record levels, all time record for Cyber Monday, which I think is is fascinating because you know we've heard in poll after poll shows the american public doesn't feel great about the economy yet the spending that we've seen hasn't slowed down one bit in fact it's increased well right and, and the national retail federation expected 182 million shoppers between black friday and cyber monday 
Instead, there were 200.4 million. Mm. So yeah, uh, they are out there shopping, doing more of the shopping online. Uh, Black Friday in brick and mortar stores was down. Small Business Saturday was also down a bit this year. But uh, the on- the move to online is uh, continues at a rapid pace. And again, I think it's because that unemployment number is so low. People yeah. are pretty confident that yes, if I put this on a credit card, I'm still going to have a job six months from now so I can pay it off. Yeah, because that's the difference. That seems to be what people are doing. They're putting it on a credit card because the credit card debt that we're seeing in this country right now continues to soar. Right, so people are spending it, but they haven't yeah. really made the money yet or paid paid for it realistically. Right, but they're confident. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll get it done. I, I completely forgot. Yeah, we saw the confidence number surprisingly tick up more yesterday, and that's, the, that's a big... That's an important fact. The yeah. fact that you think you're still going to have a job next month, that's huge in consumer confidence. Well, I never think that. Uh, it's a day-to-day basis here. We just never know what's going to happen. Um, I, I forgot about small business Saturday. That didn't seem to get – did that – I even had to look it up and see when it was, and yeah. I'm like, oh, it was this past Saturday. It didn't get as much attention this year as it usually – usually that's a really big thing. I don't feel like that was uh, recognized as much. It was all Black Friday and then Cyber Monday. I, gave, I pitched American Express for two weeks, and they didn't want to do an interview about it. So. Really? Yeah, because that's where this originated from, American Express. Huh. All right, Rory O'Neill, our national correspondent with some uh, inside info there. Uh, American Express not want to come on and, and talk about Small Business not Saturday. Not that I'm bitter or anything. I'm like, I just want everybody to All right, Rory, thanks so much. Appreciate the update. Brian Gorman here with Dana McKay and John Mabola in for James Berlander. And now let's go to the Holland Group hotline. Check them out at askthehollands.com and bring in our national correspondent, Scott Kimbler, who's coming to us live from Georgia, where he's been reporting on the memorials for former First Lady Rosalind Carter. So, Scott, uh, first of all, give us a recap of everything that unfolded yesterday. Well, yesterday was quite a gathering on the campus of Emory University uh, for Rosalind Carter's memorial. Uh, All living first ladies were there. President Clinton was there. Also, President Biden and, of course, uh, President Carter was there. And that's the first time he's actually been seen publicly for quite some time. As you're aware, he's uh, he's almost a centurion and is in really, really bad health and in hospice himself. Um, So it was it was a really rare occasion to have all of those people together. In fact, Judy Woodruff, who gave part of the service, um, mentioned that. Rosalind Carter would have actually been very happy and proud of herself to have gotten all of these people together at once. But, you know, once again, we had all living first ladies and uh, President Biden and, and President Clinton and really, really quite a, a, a although it was a large get together, it was very quiet and somber and it was, very, it was a very nice service over there at Emory. You have actually met the Carters on a bunch of different occasions. You attended Jimmy Carter's uh, Sunday school class. Tell us about your interactions with them. Well, that was one of the things that makes the, made the Carters so unique is they were highly accessible, especially to the people in Georgia. And at Maranatha Baptist, where the service is happening uh, later this morning, uh, they taught a or he taught a Sunday school class for many, many years. And the way it worked is you would go and you would attend the Sunday school class. And of course, that was interesting having a a former president doing the uh, Sunday school class. Uh, But a lot of people would sort of do that as a tourist stop off and split. But then you don't get to meet the president and the first lady. But if you attended the service, you would. They would just 
walk around, and it was very nice, and they would talk to folks and shake hands and such, and they were highly accessible in that manner through the church, and that's um, just one of the many ways that they did it. They were also highly accessible to folks who would work on Habitat for Humanity homes, which I did one in Georgia. I worked on one, and I worked in two in Ohio, and I and I saw the Carters there, the one I worked in on here in Georgia, and they were just nice, friendly people. I would and like to think was really odd for them. I would like to think if it was a former president teaching Sunday school class, I would have paid more attention. But uh, I'm not sure <laughs> even that would have uh, would have kept me Caught awake during those classes. <laughs> yeah, uh, and and finally, and thanks so much for taking a few minutes to come on the show, Scott. Uh, what is the plan for today? You mentioned um, the event at the church that's going to be taking place. Uh, what else is happening surrounding um, the the death? Uh, and all the different memorials for the former First Lady? Well, today all of the focus is on planes after she was, well, she had been in Atlanta at the Carter Center in, you know, day before yesterday and had been moved to the church. Uh, but now uh, that'll all be moved down to uh, South Georgia, and there is a service for her at 11 o'clock at Maranatha, and then there will be a, a private service at the home, and she'll be interred there. And that'll pretty much wrap up the day. All right. Scott Kimler, our national correspondent with us live from Georgia with the latest on the memorials for former First Lady Rosalind Carter. Uh, Scott, really appreciate the time. Thanks so much for coming on. You bet. Thank you for having me. I was just trying to think. I, I don't think there's anybody who would be... A former president in recent memory, uh, dead or alive, who would have been as accessible as Jimmy Carter? No, absolutely not. And all the philanthropy that they did with Habitat for Humanity, like they really put that charity kind of on the map. They've been working with them since like 1984, I think. Right. And Habitat for Humanity, they were doing some uh, big things, I think here in the tampa bay area just recently right? yes yeah i think we had them on yeah yeah so um that became a huge project of the carters but just in terms of their involvement in their local community you just don't hear that you know with the clintons or or yeah, the bill, obamas bill clinton isn't teaching sunday school <laughs> <laughs> no bill clinton's not walking into a church I don't think. <laughs> no. uh, or even the the bushes you know you really don't hear much about the bushes at all no uh, every now and then george w bush will pop out and you know have a little something to say recently he had something to say about uh, what was happening over in israel and gaza but for the most part you just don't hear about them in the community like you heard about the carters but i do think you're right it definitely feels like, um, based on the images that we saw and just based on how these things typically play out, Jimmy Carter probably doesn't have much longer after losing his wife of 70 plus right. years. Yeah. Now back to the Ryan Gorman Show on News Radio WFLA. Let me just note real quick some breaking news this morning. A search is underway off the coast of Southwest Japan. A U.S. military plane 
has crashed. There were reports that there's at least one person dead, but uh, again, it's very early on in the investigation. But this is an Osprey aircraft, and taking a look at some of the recent incidents involving this particular aircraft, back in March of 2022, four Marines were killed during a military exercise in Norway using one of these. In June of 2022, five Marines were killed during a training mission in California using one of these Ospreys, and then uh, in August, just a couple months ago, three Marines were killed during a military exercise in Australia. And now we have another crash of an Osprey military plane uh, off the coast of Japan. So, uh, you know, our, our thoughts are obviously um, with uh, the family members of those service members. Hopefully, uh, you know, they were able to somehow survive this crash. Again, it's still very early on, but... That's a lot of accidents for that particular type of aircraft. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think there should probably be a pretty big investigation into the Osprey after this many incidents in such a short time span. That is really troubling, and that's a lot of service members dead um, because of it. Uh, so we'll keep you up to date as we learn more about that story. Cynthia Nixon, who was on Sex in the City. That's what she's. Yes, she played Miranda. I love that show, but not a really big fan of her personally. Well, her politics, she's very liberal. She ran for governor of New York. That campaign didn't really uh, go anywhere. And now she has joined a hunger strike demanding a permanent Israel Hamas ceasefire. Now, for the hunger strike, she's only doing it two out of. (laughs) The five days. Okay. Why is that? It's a partial hunger strike. Yeah, yeah. She's not doing the full five days. She's just doing two out of the five days uh, for this hunger strike. See, if she did the full five days, it's going to work. But if she's only doing two, it's not going to work. It's almost like uh, not even really a hunger strike, just kind of skipping lunch uh, for a ceasefire. I don't really know what that is. I mean, are you committed to the ceasefire or not? So that that is not telling me you're that committed if you're just going to do two out of five days. Yeah, I really don't know. Some of these celebrities who try to take a stand, it's just so stupid. It, like, what are you doing? It really is. Uh, there is not going to be a ceasefire. We did talk about the fact that this pause that's been ongoing, and you've been following it closer than I have because you've actually been on uh, covering the news the past two days. But uh, there has been this pause as the negotiation take place to get more and more Israeli hostages out. I think some American hostages were released. Yeah, a lot of kids have been released. Yeah, what was with the Thai uh, hostages? There were like 13 or 14 uh, hostages from Thailand that they have that they uh, released. There is this awful story about a 10-month-old who is just being like passed around to different terrorist groups yeah it's awful and i don't know exactly what the story is there but apparently they 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 were supposed to be releasing this 10 month old and then they just gave the 10 month old to another terror group and they're trying to get these uh it's a 10 month old and then i think there's a four-year-old sibling too yeah where's the hunger strike for the 10 month old getting released and why is it so difficult you know there was a, a commentator on MSNBC, a host. Uh, I forget what his name is. Hang on, let me look it up. I have it right here. His name is Eamon, I, don't, I can't pronounce his last name, Mulyadin or something. I don't know. He's. If you saw a picture of him, you'd probably recognize him. He's on MSNBC a lot. And 
he blamed Israel for the delay in the release of the hostages, saying Hamas had no interest in keeping civilian hostages. Really? Because what? Th they could have released them at any time, and they could have released all of them. What, what, what are you keeping They could have just on? not taken them. That, 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 too. That's a good point, Dana. Uh, I mean, why are you still hanging on to a 10-month hold at this point? Why aren't you handing... Like, what is with this trickle effect of releasing hostages? Because they want these... Uh, Palestinian prisoners released, yet the story there is that when you look into who some of them are, including some of the women, you know, they say women are being released. Yeah, these are not nice women. No. These are women who have stabbed an Israeli soldier, yeah. who have thrown grenades, who have tried to kill people. I right. think when we were talking to Jordana Miller yesterday, she said that these women that are being released, the Palestinian prisoners that are being released, that none of them have actually killed anyone, yeah. but they've been accused of attempted murder. One, I think, tried to set off a car bomb. It didn't go off. Yep. And uh, she's one of the ones who's getting released. So, I don't know. Seems a lot. I mean, you're talking uh, like a nine-year-old gets released who's an Israeli hostage, and then a woman who tried to set off a car bomb and kill a bunch of Israelis, they get released. Like, yeah, mm, seem very fair there. But where's the hunger strike for all of that? No. Uh, even if it's only two out of five days. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen that. This is the Ryan Gorman Show on News Radio WFLA. Ryan Gorman here with Dana McKay and John Mamola in for James Burlander. Hollywood actor, one of the biggest of all time, not happy about the fact his speech was edited at an award show. Yes, Robert De Niro spoke at the Gotham Awards the other night, and he was not pleased when he realized they edited a big part of his speech. He wanted to start out by making a statement about Trump and his thoughts on the state of our country. Well, even though they cut his speech from the teleprompter, he had it on his phone. And he called them out and said, they cut part of my speech, so I'm going to read it anyway. Now, it is kind of long, but I pulled a couple of clips from it just so you can hear him. And at first, he takes a shot at Florida. History isn't history anymore. Truth is not truth. Even facts are being replaced by alternative facts and driven by conspiracy theories and ugliness. In Florida, young students are taught that slaves develop skills which could be applied for their personal benefit. Remember that being a big controversy? Yeah. So he got into that. And then the real point of his speech was to trash Trump, which he does right here. Lying has become just another tool in the charlatan's arsenal. The former president lied to us more than 30,000 times during his four... Thank you. ...years in office. Oh, and he's keeping up the pace in his current campaign of retribution. But with all his lies, he can't hide his soul. He attacks the weak, destroys the gifts of nature, and shows disrespect, for example, by using Pocahontas as a slur. Now, I don't understand what his point was, really, in like going on this whole yeah. big, long rant. No but <laughs> at the end of it, uh, he says that he doesn't want to thank the people that he was supposed to thank. So, I'm going to say these things but to apple and thank them and all that gotham blah 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 apple but who i don't feel like thanking them at all for what they did how dare they do that actually so that was pretty much it 
<laughs> so I don't really know what what, was what the point was, but he was really mad. He wanted to get up there, and instead of talking about whatever it was he was supposed to talk about at this award show, he wanted yeah. to make his political statement, bash Trump, and do all of that. And then at the end, he's like, I'm not thanking these people. Whoever edited the speech, uh, they had it right. Nobody wanted to hear that from Robert De Niro. Look, <laughs> right. I love Robert De Niro. He's one of the best actors of all time, and he I is. still watch his movie. I mean, he is just a tremendous actor. He's been in some of the best movies ever made, but nobody wants to hear his uh, personal political thoughts. There, there was a good, um, there was a good, uh, like, I forget what he calls it. It's not like final thoughts or whatever, but Bill Maher at the end of his shows, he does like a, a little monologue about something. And recently, it was right before Thanksgiving, he did one about, like, and we've talked about this before. Remember when people didn't give their a hot take on every last little thing publicly. Like, remember when you didn't really know what your friends or family thought about politics? Right, and that was okay. Stood. Yeah. Yeah. And like, they didn't chime in on, uh, you know, the latest uh, Hunter Biden news or the latest, you know, Trump news or the latest uh, on Israel and Gaza and all that kind of stuff. You just didn't talk about it. Like, remember how nice that was yes. when you didn't know what everybody thought and <laughs> you have to see it constantly? <laughs> right. It's the same with this. Like, how nice would it be if, we, if he could just go there, give us speech about whatever the hell they were doing at this dopey award show and move on you know without a whole soliloquy on his thoughts on politics right and he didn't get much of a good response no. like i watched the whole People thing it's like three it. minutes long and that amount of cheering that you heard that was about it right <laughs> people don't want to hear it whoever uh whoever did the editing of that speech they were doing god's work there is what they were doing <laughs> right <laughs> de niro about that stuff the Ryan Gorman Show on News Radio WFLA. Streaming live 24 7 on iHeartRadio and Alexa. With the Florida Strawberry Festival continues to add to their already, I think, really strong concert lineup. Yes. So yesterday they announced that Cody Johnson, the country artist, will be performing at the Florida Strawberry Festival on March 10th. Uh, his album, Gotta Be Me, debuted at number two on the country album chart, and tickets will go on sale next Thursday at 8 a.m. Yeah, Cody, you know, I've become a really big uh, country music oh, uh, I know. fan. Yeah, I'm a huge <laughs> uh, country music fan now, and uh, Cody Johnson, I uh, I really don't know who he is. Uh, no. I'm, I'm not that far along in my country music you're still checking out Jelly no, Roll? Yeah, yeah, I'm still still on Jelly Roll. And Hardy, uh, I guess, is the other one that I keep getting told I need to listen to. But Cody Johnson, I know the name. I just yeah. don't know uh, his All songs. the music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, they, he joins, I mean, the lineup is already really impressive. They've got the Beach Boys, Black Eyed Peas, ZZ Top, the Commodores, Flo Rida, and Foreigner, who I know you like. Yes, yes. <laughs> so they will all be at the Florida Star- Strawberry Festival. And then another big concert announcement yesterday, Boys to Men will be doing a show at at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino on Valentine's Day. Now, this is a breakup song. I know, yeah, maybe this wasn't the best song to pick. I, I'll Make Love to You is the one I should have <laughs> yes, picked for the Valentine's Day show. Yes, all right. <laughs> hey, right, unless you want to go and dump your Valentine's dates uh, on Valentine's Day, then you can do it during this song. But uh, that will be, I'm sure, aside from that uh, particular song, a very romantic concert to uh, bring a date to for Valentine's Day. Yes, and tickets for that go on sale at 10 o'clock Friday, and they start at $105. And then this is really exciting, but you got to get your votes in really soon. The Tampa Riverwalk 
has been nominated for Best Holiday Light Display in USA Today's annual 10 Best Reader's Choice Awards. So you can go to our Facebook page at Ryan Gorman Show, and I put the link up there so you can vote for it. We have some really good light displays here in the Tampa Bay area. The Riverwalk is just gorgeous because of the scenery and everything. Yeah, and then you uh, add all of the lights yeah. to it, and it looks amazing right now. They just I think they just lit everything up on Sunday. Right, um, but then we have a couple others that are uh, big, like uh, Christmas-themed spots, uh, do we still have the thing? Is that one at the Trop happening this yes, year? Yes, Enchant Christmas. That's it is huge. Yeah, I People went last. I went last year, and it was amazing. It was so much fun. And actually, my son asked if we could go back again this year. So. Yeah, I've always heard really great things about that. Uh, I have not been to it. Uh, I'm not really in the holiday spirit usually. <laughs> but uh, and then I think the Botanical Gardens—they have a huge light display too. Yes, they do. Uh, which people are really impressed by. So, uh, and already I'm starting to see the Christmas trees up in my uh, apartment complex and, and all of that. And I'll have to take a picture of mine. Uh, I already have my Christmas decorations up. You do. It's very impressive. All, you, you had it up before Thanksgiving. I know. I was on it this year. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.